Building Community Coalitions, Part 1. In this episode, the conversation explores how to successfully build community coalitions. Tara Hatfield, Education Outreach Coordinator for QSource, leads a discussion with Brandy Terrell from Thrive Orange County, who shares the successes and challenges of her grassroots-built community coalition. Learn how Thrive Orange County organized nearly every sector in the community to form a coalition that focuses on the physical and mental health of their community. Hi everybody, my name is Tara Hatfield and I'm the Education Outreach Coordinator here at QSource. Today we've got Brandy Terrell with us and Brandy is a clinical therapist at Thrive Orange County in Southern Indiana Community Healthcare. Brandy, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure to be able to talk about community organizing and coalition building. So um, I'm very thankful for the opportunity. Yep. Pleasure's all of ours. Uh, as you know, QSource works in most of Indiana's 92 counties, and we support community coalitions and coalition building efforts. We came across Thrive Orange County, or Thrive OC, um, which is an initiative supported by Southern Indiana Community Healthcare there in Orange County. We were absolutely blown away about what the community coalition has been able to accomplish, particularly in such a rural and underserved area. Can you talk a little bit about the mission of Thrive Orange County and how it came to be? Yeah, absolutely. So Thrive Orange County is an initiative that was born out of Southern Indiana Community Health Care when our CEO, Nancy Radcliffe, and her sister, Ramona Osborne, went to a public viewing of the Resilience documentary by James Redford and Karen Pritzker. And what they were introduced to trauma-informed and resilience-building kind of community frameworks. They were also introduced to adverse childhood experiences research. Then they took that information back to Dr. Yolanda Yoder, our chief medical officer at SICHC, and she began to collect ACE scores or adverse childhood experience survey scores on pregnant mothers. So six months later, the, the data collection from those 90 pregnant women reported or revealed that 31% scored a four or more on the original uh, ACE survey. The national average is about 15%. So, so we certainly realized that there was potentially an issue. At that point, community members and medical staff and school teachers started to have conversations about if if our pregnant moms are reporting such high child adversity scores or experiences, then what is happening with our youth? Thrive Orange County initiative was born, really born out of necessity, um, born out of a community understanding that something's happening. And knowing that being able to understand and fix that issue has to come from within the community, right? The community has to do the work. So the initiative started to have conversations with all three Orange County school systems to set up a way for the Orange County, the high school students, 7th through 12th graders, to be able to report adverse childhood experiences. That information was collected in 2019 and up into early 2020. 
the results were um, calculated and again 30 percent of our 7th through 12th graders community-wide reported already an adverse childhood experience for or more. The reason that that is significant is because the data shows that four or more is kind of that magic number of there's a potential for negative health outcomes as an adult if children have experienced certain adverse childhood experiences growing up. Our numbers showed about double the national average with our current youth. So that's really how Thrive Orange County started, is a grassroots coalition to address a need. Something that that you said that stands out to me is that Thrive is embedded within a primary care, a medical practice, and that it was a conscious decision to choose to integrate mental health and substance abuse disorder with the treatment of just everyday medical care. So talk to me a little bit about the role of the physicians and how that supports the work that you do. One of the reasons we are able to provide resources to grassroots community coalition building, such as Thrive Orange County, and to address social determinants of health is because we have a primary care medical clinic in the heart of Orange County, who is now a federally qualified health home and has been uh, for the last few years actually integrating medical and mental health care as well as substance prevention and treatment. This is fairly unique in our area. So the SICHC, the medical practice, really does want to move outside of the silo of medical and into the community and the health of the community, which also then means we must ethically address mental health and substance issues as well. So the medical staff have been really the backbone to what we are able to accomplish you know, we are then able to continue to build a mental health treatment team and a substance abuse treatment team, and then continue to go outside of the community and try to do that good work that we know we need to do. So they are certainly kind of the backbone and the leaders within our communities to make these efforts possible. Brandy, another element that I think is truly unique to Thrive is your partnership with the school system that you mentioned uh, just a few minutes ago. Tell me more about how that happened and what benefits have come from that relationship. It is an absolutely imperative to stress the importance of having all three community school systems on board with uh, understanding trauma-informed frameworks, not just within the community, but within the school system. So also looking at trauma-informed and resilience-building programs and policies and procedures that will help really wrap around the our kiddos and their families within the community. Because we know that if we have really good school systems, they anchor communities. And we also know that those kiddos end up growing up and being our future leaders. So it was priority to include and coalition build with all three school systems, which we have. And I will tell you that we are so fortunate in Orange County to have three amazing school systems, all the way from our school boards, our superintendents, you know, our faculty, our staff, teachers, teachers aid, bus drivers, you name it. We really do have a commitment 
to look at, at our kiddos and the health of our kiddos and our community and then actually do something about it. So a part of what has happened is some of the concrete initiatives that we have been able to put into the Orange County school system is two of our three schools have created preschools or expanded existing preschools and become certified in On My Way Pre-K. The other school is slated to come on board with the certification at some point this school year. That is amazing because prior to that, we Orange County was considered an early learning and childcare desert. So we have leveled up the playing field for our kiddos and we have increased the opportunity for our four-year-olds to get into a school-like early learning program. We have also worked with all three schools to address the high teenage pregnancy rate in Orange County. We know that children having children early is a predictor for potentially for negative health outcomes, you know, as an adult. And we we need to figure out what's happening in Orange County. So our schools, all three promoted Project Unite, which is a collaboration with the school system and IU Center for Rural Engagement, primarily IU School of Public Health, to figure out what's happening, right? So we have spent the last three years in that partnership collecting data, collecting surveys from students and interviews from community members. So we took that qualitative and quantitative information and we have tried to figure out what's happening here, right? With the goal of creating an intervention as soon as possible to figure out what's happening and to to solve our own problem. Again, you know, it's 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 up to Orange County to solve their own problems, but we can use resources and we can band together to do that. So that's just two interventions that the whole entire school system of the entire county has worked really hard together to address. That's amazing. It sounds like the school has been a, an amazing partner for you guys. I'm curious about what other partnerships have you worked on building relationships with other community partners? Who, who are those? In my opinion, one of the most unique programs or partnerships that we've had is the Trauma-Informed Care Certification Program, which that is um, the Indiana University Center for Rural Engagement um, researcher, Dr. Dr. John Kiesler, He worked with Thrive Orange County to create a certification program that emphasizes trauma-informed frameworks for communities. It is uh, roughly a six-hour or six-CEU program that is all online through Indiana University and is free. We're not only talking the talk, we're walking the walk, right? So we also have an opportunity to have our community members our leaders, our professionals, our everyday, you know, folks being able to take a free course on trauma-informed frameworks and understand really what are we talking about? And to me, that's norms changing. And that was also, it was a partnership. I want to emphasize the importance that we solve our own problems with the help of other agencies and universities and programs and to face the things that we need to face here in Orange County. So that's one of them. The other program that has really blossomed out of cooperation and partnership is the 
healthy relationships and social media program that we have going on. It too is in its third year. And we have partnered with community stakeholders and also with IU School of Public Health to create a program to educate parents, teachers, and children about social media safety, boundaries, sexual assault, uh, how to recognize when something on social media or technology may may not be safe. And we are still implementing that program. And that's not just in our school systems. That's also in our local faith-based community as well. Another coalition partnership that I think is also important is we have a really strong faith-based community involvement. So out of every sector of our community, we have the major faith-based organizations walking right alongside us and addressing these really tough problems with us. And to me, that's that is unique as well because it doesn't it doesn't matter what religion or what belief we have. It matters what's healthy and what's healthy for our kids, our family, and our future. We've been able to pull the faith-based organizations all together to work for a common good. And to me, that's also norms changing. Well, it sounds like there is a plethora of excellent work going on down there in Orange County. For those that are not familiar with Orange County, it's a small rural county here in Indiana. A lot of just great people that are using their resources to the fullest of their capacity, which is amazing. And and this amazing coalition has come forth from that. Um, I want to thank Brandy again for being a guest on, on this podcast. I encourage our listeners to tune in for the second part of my discussion with Brandy. There we're going to focus on coalition building strategies and, and what her best practices are there in Orange County. Brandy, again, thank you so much for joining us. And to our listeners, I hope you can join us for our next podcast. Have a great day, everybody.